the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Good evening to you. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's a privilege to continue a theme that we started on Monday. And that theme is basically an enlarged heart. We're not talking about a physical heart. We're talking about a spiritual heart. God promises to take out of our heart of stone and give us a heart of flesh, which is flexible and tender. And expandable. And expandable. (laughs) And we quoted Matthew chapter 6, verse 21. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And closely related to that, when God calls for a heart, it says in Proverbs 23, verse 26, My son, give me thine heart. He's not asking for anything else because when God has your heart, he's got everything. Because, you know, you think about it, Junie, when you you meet a person that's really kind, what 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 would most people say? Wow, what a heart he has. So the heart is really the center of not just our physical life, but it's of our spiritual life as well. Um, We saw the example of King Solomon when God in 1 Kings 3, verse 5, asked him, What shall I give to you? And his response was unbelievable. He asked for wisdom and discernment on the wisdom how to lead the people of Israel. And we read in 1 Kings four twenty nine, And God gave Solomon wisdom and exceedingly great understanding and, listen to this carefully, and largeness of heart like the sand on the seashore. Thus Solomon's wisdom exceeded the wisdom of all other men of the East and all the wisdom of Egypt. He spoke over 3,000 proverbs and over 1,000 songs. And it says of him in verse 34, Men of all nations, from all the kings of the earth, who had heard of his wisdom, came to hear the wisdom of Solomon. Why did he have such wisdom? Because God gave him largeness of heart. He enlarged Solomon's heart. Again, I think of what Jesus said, Junie. Without me, you can do nothing. 
And I really believe he was talking about spiritual things. We can't do anything without Jesus and the Spirit of the Lord leading us. We read from uh, Philippians chapter 3, verse 12, Paul's statement, which is really an example of an enlarged heart. Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow hard, I press on, that I am, uh, I am apprehended for that which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Do we identify with, <coughs> with such a statement? Excuse me. He was so grateful for the Lord because of what he had done, but he was looking for more. And it says in chapter 3, verse 14, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And we spoke Monday at length for a horse named Secretariat in 1960, 1973 when he won the Triple Crown. That was <coughs> the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness, and the Belmont Stakes. And they were longer races than he had previously ran. And he set a record when he won the Belmont Stakes by 31 lengths, a feat that was never done before or after. And it's interesting, when he died and they did an autopsy on him, it was found that his heart was two and a half times larger than the average size for racehorses. And look what that enlarged heart did for him. It enabled him to go far beyond what he was capable of doing personally. And I believe that's the same rule for all men and women and children of God. God will enlarge our hearts to do so much more than we're capable of of doing on our own. Uh, It says, again, a key verse in what we're talking about is found in Psalm 119, verse 32. I shall run the way of thy commandments, for thou wilt, hear this, enlarge my heart. This is so powerful. God not only saves us, brings us to an eternal perspective, but he'll go so far to enlarge our hearts that we could be so much more than we are in and of ourselves. And the heart affects everything, because it says in the New English Bible, the same verse, Psalm 119.32, I will run the course set on my commandments, for they have gladdened my heart. (coughs) The Amplified says, I will not merely walk, but run the way of your commandments when you give me a heart that is willing. And in NIV we read, I run in the path of your commandments, for you have set my heart free. So a heart becomes free. We're not holding back anything from the Lord. Our heart is completely his, and we run that race for his commandments. And it's interesting, Shelley, we might all be running the race, but only one wins. And there's a prize. And God apprehends us like he apprehended Paul. And he will cause us to endure as we run what we're apprehended for. Amen, amen. So when we talk of running, it really speaks, June, of moving at a faster pace, which which requires a greater exertion on our parts. And that exertion will come uh, when God in, in, enlarges our heart. We read in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, um, when we lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Again, in Psalm 119.32, that in order to do so, God has to enlarge our hearts. Charles Spurgeon said this, Let the affections be aroused and eagerly set on divine things, 
and our actions will be full of force, full of swiftness, and full of delight. Do we really see this in regard to the Word of God? We see that what Jesus said in John 14, verse 23, If a man loves me, he will keep my words. In 1 John 5, 3, For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. With an enlarged heart, we would look forward to following his commandments. We would look forward to bring glory to his name. We would look forward to loving him more and understanding him more and having knowledge that surpasses the knowledge that we have right now. And that's because, Shelley, we would be living by the faith of the Son of God. That's right. That is a promise of God. So running speaks of purpose when we hear or read his word. Do we analyze it? Do we debate it within ourselves? Or do we embrace the word and catch hold of it and obey it? If our dedication to the Lord is casual and partial, our progress in maturing and growing in the Lord is hindered. And again, God wants to overcome this hindrance by enlarging our heart. Why, when we are called to run the man, to run the way of his commandments, running to win the race, as Paul wrote to the Corinthians, when our hearts are enlarged, we will, de- we will delight to do his will and embrace his word. Just consider the occurrence of what had, look at all the references in Psalm 119 to the heart. So we want to read these carefully, and if they should all speak to us. The heart is the center of life. In Psalm 119, verse 2, we read these words, Seek the Lord with your whole heart. In verse 7, the psalm says, Uprightness of heart. In verse 11, The word of God will be hid in our heart. That's a powerful, powerful verse. We're going to touch on it uh, uh, probably tomorrow. But the word of God must be hid in our heart. It's not trying to remember in our brain or what did, what did he say? Our, the word of God is called to be hidden in our heart. And Shelley, that is the new covenant. That's right. Because in Jeremiah and Ezekiel, the Lord made a covenant with Israel and a promise that he will make the new covenant. And the new covenant is he will give a new heart. That's right. And that he would write his law on the new heart that we might keep his commandments. That's right. And not sin against him. So many times you hear, if you speak of the Torah or commandments or law, they'll call you a legalist. But the truth is that God himself put his law in the hearts of everyone who's born again, that we might not sin against him. And if we sin, Shelley, we are not living out of the new heart he gave us. We're living out of our old self, which is found in Ephesians and Colossians, to take off our old self. Amen. So to run the race and to endure, we need to have the heart of God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up, Junie, because, you know, specifically, the word Torah, 
which refers to the first five books of Moses, is not called law, it's called instruction. Was God's is setting boundaries for us, well, so we stay within that bounds. Well, you're talking about in Hebrew. In Hebrew, yes. Right, right. it means instruction, right. but in English, right. it's the law of exactly God. Exactly right. right. Um, continuing on in Psalm 119, verse 31, incline your heart to God's testimonies. In verse 80, the word of God speaks about a blameless heart. In verse 111, the Lord's testimonies are the rejoicing of the heart. That's powerful, Junie. Through the testimonies of the Lord, rejoice our heart. I believe they will if God enlarges our heart. Verse 112, the heart performs thy statutes. Hallelujah. Verse 131, praise the Lord with the whole heart. And finally, in verse 161, the heart stands in awe of thy word. June, you know, the, we're passing over these quickly, but they all, regard, they all require really thought, and it should provoke us. Does our heart stand in awe of thy word? Do we, are we, you know, we know that God is awesome, but do we stand in awe of his word? Lord. Wow, powerful. And we'll just touch on Proverbs and continue it tomorrow. Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Verse 4, verse 23, keep your heart with all diligence. Well, we're going to continue on. Lord, I pray that people are listening and being provoked to jealousy on having God enlarge our hearts. Please, Lord. I pray it for Judy and me and for every one of our listeners that we could be more than we are within ourselves. We can be more when we rely on Jesus to enlarge our hearts. And we pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelly and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyandJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyandJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.